Welcome to Karate in the Garage. I'm Corey Cope. I'm uh, Hal Jordan sitting in for Freddie Waff. <laughs> so you're going to suck this whole episode? Is that what you're saying to me? Uh, possibly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, God. Hey, oh, so yeah, here we are. Week, the, week Failed three. Franchises. <laughs> Failed franchises. Week three. All right. Let's just, let's just, just jump. Let's just get ahead of this now. Like you have already heard from our Dread episode and previous to that, our Jonah Hex episode, neither one of those movies failed because they were poor movies. They failed because of bad word mouth or poor marketing, you name it. But it's something, something, something. other than the movie itself. Right. This movie, uh, <laughs> Green Lantern from 2011, was yeah. supposed to be. <clears throat> Supposed to be not what it is. And it's two, it's a two hundred million dollar animated movie. It is so hard to watch. I've seen it before. You hadn't. No, it, never seen it. First time watch. It is the exact thing that again. I don't know how superhero movies overcame this. Because this let me, was let me, so yeah. Let me let me just throw this out there. Let me get all this out of the way because I, okay. I got to throw this out at you. Because here's the thing. It's terrible. It is. But it's not as bad as I thought it was going to be. Honestly. Okay. I got to say The level of terrible (laughs) never got to what I was like. I I was, I was like, this is going to be the fucking, I I thought it was going to, it's just bad on a level where it was hard to get through. It wasn't like so atrocious or so just what the fuck are they doing? I mean, you know, it just, it didn't get to that point for me. It was just bad. Like uh, I felt like it was... It's weird because it's an hour and 55 minutes and it yeah. feels like it, but the, somehow the last 20 minutes, it feels super rushed. <laughs> like they were, right. you know what I mean? It's weird. That's, the pacing yeah. is fucked up. Everything. Yeah. You could watch this movie and fast forward at moments. Like when I say fast forward, I'm talking about three, five, six, seven minutes at times where it's just... Uh, Okay, I don't need to see the the couple dancing together. I don't nope. need to see. Dude, I don't need. To, nobody should ever sing. training them. montages. <laughs> nope. <laughs> we don't need any training montages. We don't need. Hey, look. Here's the thing. After the first Top Gun, nobody should sing to a girl at a bar. No. Nope. Um, a classic tune. Sorry. Oh, okay. Nope. You take that out. Strike that from the record. Let's nope. bust. Let's bust. <laughs> let's bust this cap right now. Fuck this movie for flat out ripping off the entire opening of Top Gun. Dude, I was like, what am I watching? <laughs> I was like, is this Maverick? Did I hit the wrong movie? Oh what am I looking God. at? Yeah, was, totally. Like <laughs> this so movie, bad. this is the opposite of Dread, where Dread steals and was doing was giving us yard birds and this and that. This is right. giving us nothing but like this this is giving us straight uh stones and beetles. Uh, needle drops. <laughs> no, this, you know what this is? This is the AI version of to the Stones and the Beatles. I want yes, this. Correct. And then here's the AI version right. of it. Play me, give me a song that sounds like Ruby Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> this the is Stones. what you get. Oh, and in this case, well, it looks like a movie. It's definitely a movie. <laughs> is it here's good? Here's the thing. Hell no. Right? It, it looks great. I mean, it, I want to say the CGI wasn't as awful as I was, you know, especially for 2011. Like, I was expecting, I was expecting like, you know, 1999 level CGI. It, it It's not hard on the eyes. 
I don't like some of it. Like some of it's just, I mean, I think it's, and again, I think it reminded me of too many other movies, like the scene where <laughs> Hal gets beat up outside. I felt like I was like, I, I thought it was Con Air. It looked like, it felt like Con Air, like that moment right. where the three other guys, you yeah. got us fired, dick face. <laughs> they come on and kick his ass or try to. And then he like murders somebody, goes to jail. Yeah, I just <laughs> right. Like it was like I'm like, oh shit. And then you know, Monica Potter's inside, but it's not her. It's like lively. Um, right. Who looks yeah. great with the brunette hair, by the way? She Dude, looks fantastic. Yeah. No, hundred yeah. percent. Like, yeah. here's the thing. I was afraid that I wasn't going to like Ryan Reynolds because I was. And he's like, fantastic. He's he's his usual self, and he, but he's look, not too over the top, which you I thought right. he would be. Like I thought he was going to be, I was like, God, how's the Green Lantern, Lantern going to be Deadpool? Like Deadpool is going to, no, there's no way that Deadpool is right. Hal Jordan. But like he's restrained when he needs to be. He's he's super charming. He, he's not a problem. Nope. I, I don't know where it all kind of goes wrong. It's weird. Like Martin Campbell, who's directed plenty of movies, you know, Zora, all, all a bunch of movies I love. Uh, but, uh, you know, again, the movie is it's funny because it's got all the parts, it's got all the pieces, everything, but somehow it just doesn't all fit together. Right. I don't know what, I don't, I don't know where it went wrong. Yeah. I mean, they do get in voice and, and there's some big name talent here. Clancy Brown does the voice of Parallax. Yep. You know, the, the, the big the oh, baddie yeah. at the end, which uh, looks dude, like, right. looks like a bowl of diarrhea. <laughs> yeah, dude. Right. Like it looked like <laughs> fucking Chet from weird science with arms. <laughs> yeah. Again. And Hey, AI, give me a version of, of Chet from weird science. And there it but is. But make him mean. Make him mean and make him sound like Clancy Brown. That's what you're, that's what you're getting here. Yeah. Um, Jeff, Jeffrey Rush does voices in this. Michael Clark Duncan, obviously doing Kilowog. You can't get around that. Nope. Uh, Taika Waititi playing the engineer who almost doesn't look like himself. It almost looks like an AI. Like, Hey, give me the Taika lookalike. Yeah. And it no, almost no, doesn't totally look do. like him. He's so young in it. Yeah, it's it's weird. Like, and uh, you know, Mark Strong, who we love, we always gush about Mark. And Mark Strong's good in this movie. Yes, although he's unlike playing the Sinestro, other one. So I know, I know, unlike the other one, right? Well, <laughs> at least you can kind of recognize him in this movie. I was like, dude, there's like a portion of the way through this, and I'm like, going, oh man, we're we gonna sandbag another Mark Strong movie. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean. <laughs> But, you know, Mark Strong, it's funny because it, here's the thing, my whole, like, I was waiting the whole time for Sinestro to do some bad shit because his name yeah. is Sinestro. I didn't want to give that one way to you because no, I, okay. he's, he's a good guy. Yeah. <laughs> right. Until the second movie, which they never made because this one failed. Yeah. Then, then that's what have been the real Sinestro. Correct. That's what I'm thinking. That's yeah, what I'm well, hoping. I, mean, I would have to assume. Okay. Now, so the only person we haven't mentioned yet, well, not you two. Go ahead. No, there's a couple. <laughs> Tim Robbins. Tim Robbins playing uh, playing a baddie like, uh, um, well, a guy named Robert Hammond, but I almost want to say he's probably more real Tim Robbins than a character he's playing. Just yeah, my feeling. He feels like, he feels, this movie also feels like it like borrows a lot from Iron, from the Iron Man oh, franchise. Like there's there's oh, like the yeah. scene at the end when, when Hal and Blake, you know, when, when they're standing together and I was like, oh my God, is it Pepper Potts? And yeah. I, you know, at the end, like when he's getting ready to take off and go fight the, the turd pile. Right. It, you know, and there's other things in there and, and he feels like a re Robbins feels like a generic AI version of Jeff Bridges character from, right. uh, from Iron, Iron Man. Man. Yeah. 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 100%. Dude. And you know what? Okay. So we have one more character left. <laughs> Oh God! I, I yeah, we could. We, I, I, I want to go with the, if you can't say something nice, don't say anything at all. Kind of vibe no, here because but, I'm gonna. I don't care. I don't care. Peter Skarsgård is in this playing Hector Hammond, who 
is okay in it until he gets a little bit of that uh, alien poison in him. Yeah. And then the next time we see him or the next time he's turned into his full self, okay, we've talked about things borrowing from other movies. We keep saying Dude, movies. Dude, he's doing borrowing. John Malkovich from every movie, kind of. Well, you know what he really is? He really is Rubber Johnny from the Aphex Twins video. Oh, yeah. You're not wrong. <laughs> Dude, they flat out bit that shit because it's exactly yeah. what it is. He even sits in the wheelchair the same way. Yeah. No, no, you're right. I didn't even, <laughs> I mean, I, I was, his his vocal cadence and everything, he, he, he was sounding, he sounded like Malkovich, like, you know, from... Jonah Hex or, you know, just the way he, when he would, the, the scene where he's, where he goes, you know, he comes out of his, uh, and he like kills Tim Robbins and, you know, <laughs> the, the whole, that whole scene where him and Hal Jordan have a throwdown and, you know, it's so <laughs> it's like, so, I mean, God, dude, it's, it, that's, that scene is so clunky and junky that I like, it, dude. I'm sure that everybody involved still cringes to this day when they think about that whole sequence. <laughs> Robert Johnny was having a tantrum. <laughs> yeah, totally. Right. I was like, what is going on here, man? Um, I, I don't know that, you know, I, I don't know. I, I, okay, we took Joey to see us at the Dollar Theater up in Lancaster back when it first came out, or we're near when it oh, first the, came at out. Oh, at the uh, Cinemark? Yeah, yeah, right there, the, the, the yes. cheap, cheap one across the street from yeah. the old Walmart or whatever mm -hmm. the fuck that was. Joey got completely spooked by it because at that time he was five. So the sure. I mean, that, that giant big fucking weird head doing all that weird <laughs> like, stuff oh, would scare the shit the, out of me. Oh, look at the big diarrhea. No, we never got that far. So I had seen it one and a half times before I saw it a whole time. And when you get to, so I didn't see the rubber Johnny moment until I saw it. We took him a second time to see it. And it was just like, I looked at Melody and I said, fuck. <laughs> I've had to watch this movie one and a half times and I wish I didn't, I wish we would have, when we left, I wish that would have been the end of it. There's a lot of people involved. In, oh, we, there's one more person we forgot to mention. Angela Bassett. And this movie is actually credited properly. <laughs> yes. Was she uncredited? Was she credited or uncredited? No, she's credited. Yeah. Oh, okay, because I, I I was like, wait, I didn't see, I do, because I, you know, the moment I saw her, I was like, oh, well, there's Angela Bassett, but I don't remember I didn't see it in the credits, but again, I, who knows? I mean, you know, I wasn't paying, I wasn't right. like looking for people's names in the credits and, right. you know, I was too busy marveling at the Top Gun sequence, I think. Hey, you said Marvel, <laughs> so now I'm going to, that's my opening. Marveling. This, this was, that, that was not planned. So, as we've talked about during Deadpool 2, we, Ryan was, he was Deadpool once already. Yeah, in Wolverine. Uh, in a shitty version of it in Wolverine Origins. I don't hate that movie, man. I don't hate it either. It's, I mean, his version of Deadpool. He didn't talk name, though. They took his you know, mouth away. I mean, oh, yeah, that, they, yeah. Merc with the mouth has no mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's kind of a misstep, you know. Yeah, if the, you well, ask me, I'll tell lots you. Lots of lots of the ways how they handle the character. The way he was before that, when he was all murked out, that was fine. But when he became Deadpool, that's where they fucked it all up. But he went on from that to do this. And somehow survive this. And we mentioned in the last episode, or maybe it was Kickstart, how this next one, this is the movie we meant, the next one, where people survived it and they were better for it, that it didn't, that there wasn't another one after this. 
Yeah, but I, but you know what's weird to me is like having never seen it until now. I mean, it, not, nobody's bad in it. I mean, everybody's. I mean, he's good in it. I mean, he's like I said, he's no, yeah, he. It's the perfect amount of what he does because you know he could have gone way too far. But he didn't. I mean, it, it's all held together. That stuff doesn't bother me. Like, there's not any performances that are just no. like terrible. Like, you're like, oh my God, what were they thinking? It all works, but it doesn't. It just right. doesn't. The pieces just, no. I don't know, man. What no, it had this movie done well, we would have never got Deadpool. Right. I mean, Deadpool is all Ryan, and that's, it had, had this movie done well and they had done a second one, they wouldn't have made a Deadpool. Right. Angela Bassett survived this DC iteration of Green Lantern to move on back to, not back to, but to Marvel to be in the Black Panther movies. So there's, there's people moving around here and Taika Waititi, which, well, he did two Thor movies. <laughs> so right. there's lots of people in this that got moved over to Marvel side and had a lot of success. When you talk about the performers in this, you, you get in the two leads, you got Blake Lively and Ryan Reynolds who met on this and have now married and grown out of family from it they it's funny like we now look at the the other performers that were up for both roles now uh sam worthington was discussed john ham was discussed nathan fillion um which and the interesting thing about nathan fillion is because he does the voice of green lantern in the animated series right bradley cooper justin timberlake jared leto I mean, we're talking about three other characters now that three other performers that have moved on to Marvel land. Let me, Bradley Cooper and Jared Leto, both are in Marvel movies and Bradley Cooper courses and all the Guardians movies. But Blake, could you imagine an Eva Green or a Carrie Russell or a Diane Kruger playing this part of Carol Ferris? You know, it's funny because I would say yes and no, yeah. but I but mean, that's what, I feel, that's I feel what like I'm anybody, at, yeah. I feel like anybody could have stepped into that role because they didn't really give her much to do. I felt like it was a pretty stock role, you know, yep. and yep. she's good in it, but there's like nothing, like I said, that scene at the end, I'm looking at her and I'm like, oh, that could be Gwyneth Paltrow right now. <laughs> you know what right. I mean? Right. Literally, like I thought that mo thing came into my head. Oh my God, it's Iron Man and Pepper Potts. God yep. damn it. <laughs> what? Yep. Fly away, Iron Man. But yeah, she doesn't have a whole lot to do in this movie. That's what I'm saying. That's what I was kind of getting at. You have all those other talented actresses that were being considered. Jennifer Garner also. That would have been an interesting one. Electra. Yeah, coming from Marvel to DC, <laughs> like that again, another one of those odd moves. And she would have been fine in it, but like you said, it's kind of interchangeable. You could have put anybody in there at that point. And right, yeah, there, there was two. Let me ask you because I got two questions because I don't know where they were. Two people, I was like, oh, I didn't know John Tenney was in this movie playing Martin Jordan. Now I don't know if I just spaced over it or I was glazed over. Glazed opening, over the opening when he's okay. flash, when he's flashbacking. That's, that's what his, I thought. Okay, because it was yeah. so brief, right? Yeah. And I love John Tenney, dude. John Tenney, you know, is is in a ton of like sort of '90s uh, indie movies, and then he was on he was on uh, the Closer forever, right? But then also Tamara Morrison was he was one of the Lanterns, right? Like, yeah, mm -hmm. Boba Fett. Okay, yeah, okay. I, I'm just not sure which one he yeah. was. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. He, he plays the one that Clash. He's the one that gives the ring to Hal. That is him. Okay, that's yeah. what I thought. Mm -hmm. But I was like, yeah. was that him? Because it did. It sort of sounded like him. But again, again, it sounded like it could have been the AI voice version of tomorrow. Sound. I give me the AI. Give me a voice like tomorrow Morrison. Because it, it sounded like him, but it, I wasn't one hundred percent sure. So that was him. Okay, great. Because yeah. again, man, keeping the names straight, I never got invested enough to care who was who, other than 
Hal and Sinestro. Yeah. Because of those are who I'm familiar with from my childhood, you know, the Green Lantern and Sinestro from the Legion of Doom, from, from the Hall of Justice and the Legion of Doom. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, it's weird that like, now would this technically be the first DC Universe movie? I mean, because we don't really count the Batman movies, right? Like the Nolan Batman. None of those Batman movies are part of this at this point. They were supposed to, they were going to be, this is pre-Zack Snyder. Like a, this is, yeah, this yeah, is pre, when, pre, this is pre-Man of, was this before Man of Steel? I think so. Yes, it is, right? Like this is, so this is technically like, this was their like, here comes DC to compete with Marvel or, you know, this is, this was their like jump out at it. You know, I mean, they definitely spent money on it. None of the design stuff looks bad. I, I like the Lantern's costume and everything. His, his eye mask looks a little... I don't know. It, it's a little goofy. Like I, I, it's, I, I yeah. It, it, it's because it's all CG. All that stuff is CG. The suit's right. CG. It's all CG. So it's like it's. I think the best effect in the entire movie is when he's sitting in his loft and he's activating the ring for the first time, and yep. as they're pushing in the gradual change in the eye in his eye. Mm-hmm. I mean, that to me is the, out of a movie that is a two hundred million dollar movie that is probably one hundred and fifty million dollars in effect. <laughs> Some shit. Right. It's because he shot in Australia. So you know they got major, major cuts in uh, in cost down there. Yeah, for me to highlight the transition of somebody's eyes. <laughs> Did I miss like massive parts of this? I mean, or was I just staring at it, like going, "Well, it's interesting looking. What's happening?" <laughs> right. But yeah, I, I don't know. It's a it's a weird it's a weird misfire. Like. Uh, yeah, but again, I feel like it's—I feel like it's still better than the Flash, um, which I just watched. Um, mm, I would have to watch it again to—I I don't know. Maybe I don't maybe think, it's a toss-up. They're it's, the same. Uh, yeah, I don't think it's better. But while, I mean, to me, like I said at one point, I was like, it's not as bad as Aquaman because I—I think Aquaman's not that good either. But well, it, it but know, it did did it, it did pass Aquaman when, as far when, as when bad. Ryan was promoting the first Deadpool. He he was talking about the filming of this movie, Green Lantern, and he said the quote is like, "You really need a visionary in a movie like behind a movie like that." Um, but it was the classic studio story. We have a poster, but we don't have a script or know what we want to do. Let's start shooting, and that's what happened. Right? Yeah, you can you can kind of tell, like, yeah. especially like like the that last uh, that last twenty minutes of the movie, the big finale. Yeah. I mean, the movie's long because it's an hour, like, especially after the last two movies we watched, right? 81 minutes and then 95 minutes. Right. This thing is 114, 115 minutes. It, it, and it feels like every second of it. But that end, they somehow the end feels rushed. Like they're just pushing you toward the end. Like it's like, okay, hurry, hurry up, hurry up. Right. Like, you know, there's the scenes of the people running one way and there's a shit monster at the end of the street and then they turn around and run the other way. <laughs> I mean, that looks so classically not good. I was like, oh my God. I felt like we were watching something from Toho Studios, 1954. Yeah, and that would have been better. Yeah, no, it is better. I, you can go on. You can go right now to Max and probably find any of those. All, uh, all of them. They're yeah, all there. There you go. Hour and fifty-four minutes. This motherfucker. Are you ready for this? When this when it hit Blu-ray and later in October, when it, after its June release, it had an extended version that brought the total runtime to an hour and twenty-three minutes. What? Right. Wow. Right. For a movie that already feels two hours, well, guess what? You'll get real two hours. It's so... Um, I, I was getting ready to put the disc in, 
And then I'm like, oh, it's right to my max though, right? And then I stopped. I'm like, oh, wait, this has that extended bullshit, doesn't it? Because I wanted to watch some of the BTS to kind of go along with the talk. Mm -hmm. And I thought, wait, is it really worth my time to do that? I know enough about the movie to say what I need to say about it. So yeah, I went with the Max version, which for now is still there. I watched that on Netflix. Oh, Netflix. Well, whatever. I mean, it's on both. It is. It's on both. both. I watched it on Max, um, but I'm telling you, I, I, I don't even, I think I got it for the sake of being the completest thing. Cause I, you know, Joey liked it. Well, because he was five. <laughs> sure. In fact, he wasn't even five. Now that I think about it, he didn't turn five until that December. So there you go. Huh? Um, yeah. Got a good score. If there, if there was a, a big Scores, plus look, to it. There's some pluses, I, I, yeah. you know, again, like I said, I don't I don't dislike the design of the suits. Like I think the lanterns all look cool. There's the one that kind of looks like a Ninja Turtle, which is kind of weird to me. Yeah, which maybe I'm not him and Fishhead. Like I, I, you know, whatever. It, it it just kind of gets a little. But I I know the whole how it works. But I think the design of the suits and stuff is cool. Right. I like the score. You know, the labs and stuff, they, they didn't jump out at me like, oh, this is the coolest lab I've ever seen. I mean, I feel like the one from the first Spider-Man is still better. The Oscorp stuff, like, to me, looked better. Again, it didn't suck as... <laughs> I wasn't, like... It didn't reach, like, the heights of, like, disastrous filmmaking that I had always been led to believe. I mean, I've seen, I've seen movies way worse than this. I've seen big budget movies, like things that I'm like, Oh, good God. That literally are unwatchable. This is watchable, but I mean, I didn't have any problem keeping up with the story. There's not big holes in there pieces missing, right. but it doesn't just doesn't jive. It doesn't all some, for some reason, it feels like they were cobbling parts together from other movies. Like, let's right. do this. Let's do that. We don't have a script. But hey, do you remember that scene from blah, blah, blah? No. And then when they went to put them all together, it just didn't work. And they had a great editor. I mean, if, if he can't make this work, I don't know. There's probably nobody that could. No. Stuart Barrett's the man. Stuart Barrett's the man when you, that you call when you when you have issues, you call him. Say, come in here and fix our shit. But he was the lone editor on it. He was the lead editor. He, I mean, right. he, has, he has a great editing support team. And his first assistant probably cuts a lot of the the B roll, and I should say B roll, but the you know the second unit kind of stuff, so he can focus on telling the story. This is what you have to say about it. This is the best version that Stuart Baird could put together. That's why that's how I look at it, and that says a lot about the movie, right? And it's weird because you you have a more than competent director. You have a director yep. who's man, you know, he's he's directed two of the better Bond films. You know, GoldenEye and Casino Royale, not to mention Zorro. Right. And right before this, he did probably one of the better Mel Gibson movies from the last 25 years, Mel's comeback, Edge of Darkness, which I actually really like, you know, and I think he did, did he do both Zorro? I guess he did both Zorro movies. Uh, you know, it, it, it's, it, I don't know. Again, it's just one of those, and he also did No Escape. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Again, this is one of the, this is the perfect, this is where, everything kind of failed at once. I mean, I don't know. It's just weird. Like this movie just doesn't work on any level for me. No. Like it's not even like so bad it's good or like, no. I don't want to watch it again. It's not enough fun to watch again. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I feel bad for you. You've seen it four times. I've seen it. I've seen it 
at least two and a half times. I mean, sure. I think maybe maybe my mind has blocked out the rest of it. Dude, I think it was a perfect pick for this month and for for what we're talking the topics. I mean, for the for the theme of the month, it actually is probably it. You know, after the first two go rounds, this is a nice um, because here's the thing: it's got all the stuff it should have. It just doesn't work. If you look at all of the movies that we've chosen, the ones we've jettisoned, the ones that we've recorded and released, the ones we have still ahead of us, this is the one that they were they were so what's the best word of saying they they were so ready for they were so proud again like you look at what Reynolds said right we can't, if we didn't have a script we started shooting but they were already talking trilogy before the fucking movie opened yep because they were thinking about Batman right that that's what that's what they were looking at and like well it's too soon for us to start doing another Superman series let's do this. So when 2013 rolled around and Goyer was the one involved in doing the whole Snyder Universe situation, he said that Green Lantern would be part of that expanded DCU, but it would be a rebooted version. Now, this is still years before Deadpool was going to come around, but Deadpool was already, they were already trying to get Deadpool off the ground. So he, Ryan was already gone. It came and went, and then finally, as far as Deadpool goes, and then uh, that quote-unquote leaked footage of, of the opening of the of the movie. The rest is history there. But even DC was already looking past it and knowing what they, that if they were going to go forward with this character, it wasn't going to be as grandiose and as it, they weren't going to expect it to carry an entire movie. There was going to be one of many characters in it and not just the main one. Yeah, I don't know that Green Lantern's ever going to get another, you know, solo no. movie. I, no. I can't imagine that happening. I mean, I, even the Flash isn't. It's called the Flash, but it's not really the Flash, right? Like, it's not like a whole movie about the Flash. There's so much out there. There's too many things shoehorned into that thing for my liking. I was like, oh. let me ask you a question. So, if this movie gets made like in two thousand two or three, right. right? Right. Who would you cast as Hal Jordan? Like in two thousand two, two thousand one, two thousand three? You know, sometime around that point. Because I know who I would, who I wanted. Me and my buddy used to talk about this all the time. Who should play Green Lantern? This is like probably like circa ninety nine through two thousand one. Who would you cast as Hal Jordan? Yep. That Hal Jordan version of Green Lantern. Yep. Ninety nine. Um, I don't know. I'm just going George Clooney. Is he too old though? No, he's not. Hal too Jordan old. Not- at ninety nine. No, he's probably forty at that point. That's too old. Is it? Yeah. I mean, I guess there's a I, for me like there's a cool version of the, like. Like, it's kind of like the Dark Knight. Like, I don't, you know, like Batman to me should, should be like 35, 40 years old. Even if this was a successful movie. Here's and since funny. when did age, like, matter? Like, Hollywood doesn't care about age. No, like, I'm but, just talking, no like, but, but this was before that terror. I mean, I guess, I guess him playing Batman kind of ruined no, yeah, any of that. They're, they're, yeah, they're not going to go back to that again. They're, they're, he, yeah, he's not, he, he blames himself for how bad that was. And I'm like, um, George, that's really sweet of you and everything, but dude. <laughs> You weren't the problem. <laughs> I mean, the, the, again, not the, that, not the problem, but <laughs> look, man. I mean, they they really still haven't made a great Batman movie. I mean, the the well, not that's a live not true. action one. I'm gonna say I do love Batman Begin. The first Nolan one, I think, is the closest to yeah, for, the, for live action being an awesome you. Batman movie. And yeah. then the second Burton one is my second favorite. But yeah, 
it suffers from the same thing that it, that that all those movies did. There's too many villains. Oh yeah, in, in Batman Returns. Yeah, yeah, far too many. Like, yeah, I guess you know, even Batman Begins, kind of. Is that what it's called? Right, I'm not fucking this up. Right, no, Batman, Batman Beyond is the, the anime. Yeah, yeah, okay, that's yeah. I was thinking Batman Beyond. That's the animated thing. animated one, which is fantastic too. Yeah. But I think you know, I feel like that is like the quintessence. I, I don't know. I feel like there's like no the, the weirdly thing about Green Lantern is the tone. It's never dark and edgy enough, and mm-hmm. it's never like campy enough. I mean, it tries to ride a line that, and it doesn't. I don't know, man. It just kind of falls in the middle of like, you know, mediocre land. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, again, like the next movie we cover is a is a perfect example of just going for it. Like they they they, they went full on. This movie neither goes far enough, or I don't know. I don't. I don't feel it doesn't take enough chances. You know. I, I, but again, like you said, I I wasn't. I didn't know that Ryan was saying. You know. That they basically, we have a poster, we got a guy, we got a suit, <laughs> let's make a movie. Right. Because that's exactly what it feels like. Like, the story is threadbare, and um, there's some good things in this movie, and then there's a lot of things, that, I mean, I don't know, man, there's nothing that's so bad that I can be like, that's what's wrong with the movie. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of those movies, you just can't put your finger on what's wrong with it, as far right. as like, why, or... Or, I mean, you can say what's wrong with it and where, where it has its shortcomings because it's too long by a good 20 minutes. At least 15, yeah. There's I yeah. Mean, there's this bunch of snip, 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 and that could happen. Right. The fact that if if you shave the, that 15, 20, and then there's nine more minutes they stick back in, where are you finding 30 minutes with a fucking movie? That's where I don't... <laughs> oh, you're talking much. about for the extended version? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That, that two hour and three minute version, like nobody needs that. You and I have covered plenty of movies that are that kind of duration, that are two hours, that don't feel two hours, that move along fine if there's a story that, that's enjoyable and engaging. For a movie that comes from comic books, or from a character that comes from comic books, I feel this, this isn't true of a lot of comic book movies. And I'm saying comic book, I'm intentionally saying that and not saying superhero because I've seen plenty of graphic novels that suffer in similar fashion, but not like this. Where just it feels like a like, hey, this this set piece is coming from this panel. Like it's not even a fleshed out idea. Nope. Right. It's like exactly. I want let's do that. And it's no different than what Ryan Reynolds said. It says that we have a poster and no script. Let's go make a movie. It's like that. It's like we have this comic panel. Let's write this scene. What about this panel? Then let's write that scene. It's like they don't have any idea of what they're doing, and it feels like a video game. Like that yes. mission. And that mission Become, and that mission. Moving on to level two. <laughs> yes. And to get to the boss at the end, and like most video games, all the bosses in between are harder to beat than the main one at the end. <laughs> I mean, so. what's the, my, my final thoughts on this is, is what are sad, what's sad about it is I liked Reynolds as Hal Jordan. I, mm-hmm. I wouldn't have minded, uh, you know, another movie or two, but we got right. Deadpool. So there you right. go. I mean, I kind of liked Mark Strong as Sinestro, and I wanted to see where he went bad in a, you know. So there's that. Right. But everybody else, I, I don't know, man. Like, none of the other characters, if I never saw anybody else in this movie, like any of these characters, it, I, I barely remember their names. I can barely remember what they did. I remember poor Angela Bassett got smashed up against a glass window and dropped into a puddle of green water and then <laughs> flushed out of the lab. I mean, uh, you know, I don't, you know. And Tim Robbins got barbecued. 
I don't even remember what happened. Uh, I'm guessing I watched it happen, but I have no memory of what happened to Hector Hammond. I'm guessing he just turned into that pile of shit somehow. (laughs) (laughs) Rubber Johnny. Yes, something. A river of poo. <laughs> yeah, the the cloud of diarrhea's, you know, whatever he is, end of matter. Uh, I need to correct, make a little quick correction. It was not shot in Australia at Fox Studios. It was supposed to be shot there, but um, things getting bumped, got bumped, and that's why they shot completely in Louisiana. Yeah, I was going to say, I, I think they shot it in Louisiana, but I was just like, it, yeah. that, at this point, who cares? <laughs> really? I know, I just want to... Because I know I know people who worked on it, and, you know, they were, when, they, when they talk about it, they're like, I can't believe it was, you know, I can't believe that the movie was so bad. It seemed so great when we were making it. Wow. But again... <laughs> $100 million on marketing and promotion. So, uh, so that... That's over the that's over the budget of the two hundred million. Yeah, yeah. It's, yes. it's, it's you were talking about three hundred million dollars spent on this yeah. movie. Sure. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what the Blu-ray sales were, but I don't know if it made up that you know sixty million dollars. <laughs> uh, dude, they were so into this dude. They they had a Green Lantern ride at Six Flags, right? Right. They open up a, there's three rides that derive from this fucking movie, right? One at Magic Mountain, one at Great Adventure, and yep. ironically, one of the Warner Brothers movie world in Australia. Yep. <laughs> Spawned three video games from, all from the same movie. A couple more just ports, but there were a couple of the standalone games. Like that's, this was a full on assault. This was it's everything. Well, this was right. toys, games, rides. This right. was everything. So if we're talking about franchise, this is definitely the most franchisable of what we've talked about so far. Yeah, yeah. All things were supposed to spawn from this and, you know, and all those things that you just mentioned. Um, Yeah, man, it's weird. Like, again, uh, not as as bad as I had always been led to believe or heard, but definitely not worth watching again. I mean, you know, like I said, Outside of Hal Jordan and Sinestro, the rest of the characters are just kind of like unmemorable throwaways. Sadly. Sadly. Well, there you go. There's number three for (laughs) fail franchises. But boy, like this is one out of all the movies. I mean, no matter which ones are here or gone away or whatever it is that we've had on our list this month, this is the one that the most time was spent on it. The the and the most the expectations for this the movie were so big, right? As if I didn't already spell it out with all, everything that was tied to the movie itself, right? And just like with Dread, this is a decades old character. There wasn't like there was no right, like there's no source material for yeah. I mean this forever. <laughs> dude, when when did the Green Lantern make his? Was like in the seventy early seventies, late sixties was the first Green Lantern. I mean, I'm just guessing. I was like nine or ten when I w- it was introduced to Green Lantern on. You know, the super friends. Right. So, yeah, I don't know, man. Out of all the movies, this is the one that had the greatest expectations across the board. Everybody involved, not just the studio, but all of the the merchandising vendors. And at that time, was Warner Brothers completely disinvolved with, with Six Flags? I can't recall at this point. I don't remember. I can't remember if they were just putting their stuff in there, but you know, Warner Brothers did own Six Flags for a while, so they kept. That's why all those they have so many DC titled roller coasters over there. 
Green Lantern was one of was a converted one, I think. I don't know. Was it? No, it was the first. It was the original, right? It was because like, there's a couple that were. If you, by the way, <laughs> you're talking about Aquaman Dude, a little bit. 1940 is the 19, first. See, that's what I thought. That's what yes, I thought. It's 1940. Okay, makes a lot more sense. But as far as you and I getting exposed to it, we, sure. it was on Super Friends when we were but kids. Even, but even that's 30 fucking plus years ago, 40 years ago. <laughs> 30. <laughs> I mean, I'm talking about the time when the movie came out. Oh shit! When well, dude, it was it was 30 years. That kid was 30 years old when we saw it for the first time. Yeah. Um, well, that's what I'm saying. It's like 2011 was. Uh, so what you you were gonna say something about Aquaman? Oh, oh yeah, the Aqua. So so long before James Wan's Aquaman was made, there was an Aquaman made. Yes. In, fictionally for Entourage, that Aquaman ride is the Green Lantern ride. Yep. So oddly I enough, was, I thought that was funny. The one thing I could say that they did write about the Aquaman movie is that they made Aquaman not look like, you know, the, the cartoon Aquaman always bothered me. I'm like, you know, this guy, what? Yeah. That full Alan. Cause all I, I can mean, ever think about is family guy when Aquaman's always fooling around with the fish on the side. Yeah. I'm just like, come on. <laughs> Oh, anyway, yeah, there you go. There's 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 DC's The Green Lantern. This is probably out of the fail franchises. This is probably the thing where the most amount of money was put into it with the least amount of return. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Well, yeah, there you go. So <laughs> we got one more after this. Uno mas, uh, man. Uno mas, amigos. <laughs> and this is one we've been looking forward to because this one is this is the only one that sh- has not shied away from the list. This is one that's been consistent right. from no matter what, because we both have a copy of it on disc. Yeah. And this, this one started, it started the idea. Right. You know, uh, availability streaming be damned. We're, we're covering it. Right. I bet this is the one that most people are familiar with. Yeah, I think so. This and Green Lantern, these two yeah. anyway. Yeah. I was going to tease it with something, but I'm not going to tease it because it'll give it away what it is. Right. So, I was going to get a crack about because Right. That's well. That's you know, that's what we're doing here at the end. But don't don't. That's that's too easy for, for too some easy. of the smart people. For the people who are in passing. All right. If you want to follow us on the socials at Karate Pod on Twitter, Insta, and Letterbox, you can follow Corey on Letterbox at Corey underscore Culp and on Instagram at Culp ninety seven. And if you'd like to support the show on Patreon, it's patreon.com slash Karate Pod. You can follow me at Rock and Roll thirty three on your Instagram, or you can follow me at Sinestro on letterbox.com that's sinestro from the word sinister <laughs> you fill in the blanks <laughs> my god 